Hello, and welcome to the Farm Safe Podcast, brought to you by the Great Plains Center for Agricultural Health. In the blink of an eye, an injury can change your life and your farm forever. During each episode, we share first-hand stories and real-life tips for making safer and healthier decisions while working on the farm. We're keeping with the Season 2 kickoff theme, talking with women in agriculture. Karen Thornton devotes all of her time to agriculture, and today she will be discussing safety challenges from her experiences, everything from equipment fit to livestock handling. Karen, would you like to give our listeners a little bit of background? Oh, my name's Karen Thornton. I grew up in eastern Iowa. I've been involved uh, with agriculture since the 60s. I grew up on a beef farm. Uh, uh, then farms were more diversified. You had They were smaller, but you had hay, you had oats, you had corn, we had cattle. It was very male-dominated. 4-H was split into boys and girls clubs, and you had to take home economics. You had to take sewing. You had to take cooking. You could take animal projects if you wanted them, but some things were restricted to females at that time. What changes have you seen for women in agriculture? Some things have changed. Um, other things have not changed much. My husband is not from the farm, and I raise today I raise uh, cattle, and I sell bulls. And anytime we have a buyer calling for bulls, even though my husband's name's not on there, if I answer the phone, they'll ask to speak to my husband, and then he'll immediately give the phone back to me. Uh, because he knows nothing about cattle. So there still is there's, there still is that, although women now much more involved with machinery, much much more women in agriculture in the universities. Uh, now that is a lot more uh, technology-based in, in many cases, not all cases, but in many cases. And I think if you look at more of the diversified uh, specialty farm, you know, the vegetable farms, maybe the grapes and that, you do see a lot more women in, in those roles than in the old crop and row and, and livestock roles. So you, you talked about working on the farm, growing up on the farm, and now you currently even have one. Can you talk about any challenges you faced on the farm? Well, um, equipment is made for men. Equipment is made for people that are, are, I'm five foot two, so it's made for much much taller individuals than myself. The main thing on a, on a lot of tractors is depressing the clutch fully. I have to actually pull myself up out of the seat to fully depress the clutch um, because my legs just are too short. And as much as you adjust the seat, I still can't get it close enough to do that. That's very dangerous. What other safety concerns do you have? And other things, things are, are much bigger, so you're ergonomically not correct. Like just things from wheelbarrows and all the tools. Ergonomically, you're having to use more of your body you just can't tip a wheelbarrow without kind of going through a bunch of gyrations to make it work for if you're not a taller person. I just think that a lot of hand tools are made for larger hands. I have very small hands and a lot of hand tools are made for very for much larger hands. So That is really concerning. Can you talk about some projects you've been working on within your career? Well, within my career, I'm, I actually work for Lynn County Public Health and I'm an environmentalist. So I'm not really straight down the path that I have. But I have worked on trying to get safer accommodations with things such as uh, ATVs and side-by-sides. More and more people, are, entities, counties, state governments are allowing them on highways and on roads, which are really not made for. And that's a whole nother lecture. So it, it seems to be felt that that's a economic advantage to allow the these type of vehicles on roadways. So if we can't stop it, then what we are doing is talking to the politicians as they craft the legislation so that there's safer uh, restrictions on the vehicles, um, age, uh, protection, lighting, turn signals. 
So between your career and working on the farm at home, what kind of advantages do you see for women in agriculture? Um, well, I, I, I really see uh, women kind of stepping out of the shadows of agriculture now. I mean, you're still going to, uh, you go to the bank, you have to have your plan. And I think uh, women are really good at writing those business plans thinking about the whole thing rather than just uh, their, their one line of reasoning as far as I want to, I want to sell bulls. And uh, so there's a lot of things now that, that bring it more to the advantage where women are on an equal uh, footing with men in the workplace with agriculture. Although it's still hard, it's still hard to get up in the trucks and the tractors when you're not quite tall enough. Karen also noted that while most hazards apply to both men and women, women often have to pay a little bit more extra attention to detail to those hazards. She also mentioned that women are typically the caretakers of the children in the family. And I, I think there's still the, I see a lot, a lot of young women that are starting their families feel they need to bring their young children, their toddler age children out into the workplace for them. And if you're going to be a farmer with the machinery and the hazards they really need to reevaluate doing that and treat it like you would any career where you would actually uh, arrange childcare. It, it's just not safe to bring those young children. And many are like, oh, I'm teaching them to farm. That's fine. But baby steps and what's age appropriate. And being around a lot of uh, moving equipment is not necessarily age appropriate. And we hear all the time and we'll hear it again during harvest, you know, a, a child crushed, a, a child falls off. And everybody will say, you know, it's such a tragedy and, and thoughts and prayers. However, um, and, and not to blame the parents that made that decision. I just want young families, men and the women, to reevaluate bringing those toddler age, those young children out into a, a busy agricultural setting with a lot of machinery. Livestock is a huge hazard with children. Even like the more agritourism aspect where you've got these younger livestock with younger kids and, you know, they're so cute and they want to pet them and they want to kiss on them. But then there's a whole yeah. list of zoonotic diseases that people just sometimes don't even consider. Including dog bites. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And what a lot of children don't understand is if you have a healer and I have a healer, they're not necessarily comfortable around young children at all times, depending on the individual dog. They're a working dog and they don't they don't behave like a lot of family dogs and children don't realize that. I have a healer as well. and She's certainly a working dog. Well, Karen, thanks for stopping by and chatting with us. Is there anything else you'd like to add before you go? Well, I think one of the last things I'd like to add is I'd worked with cattle for 40 years and never had came close to any. I mean, I had minor injuries, but nothing major. And just a couple of years ago. I almost got taken out by a bull. So it can happen to anyone at any time that lets their guard down. Check out the links provided in the episode resources section of our website, which includes safety information on today's topics. We want to hear from you. Share your stories about health and safety issues on the farm, about injuries that made you change the way you work, or about the ways you keep yourself and others safe. Also, let us know if there's questions you have or topics you'd like to hear about on air. You can visit our website at gpcah.org or email us at cph-greatplainscenter at uiowa.edu. Original music for the Farm Safe podcast was written and performed by Ben Schmidt. 
This work was funded by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention as part of the National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health's Great Plains Center for Agricultural Health.